Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where hopeful good gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I try to kill my friends. I'm Andrew Gilbert, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing the tiefling sorcerer, Charity. Hey, everybody. Hashtag saddest tiefling. Hashtag saddest tiefling. Adam, playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. Happy 420! Yeah! Oh god, please never again. <laughs> Sorry. Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi. And a new addition to the group. You know her. It's Darcy playing the tiefling cleric. Hakari. Hi, uh, Adam already stole my 420 and <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to do that, Darcy. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Super smooth <laughs> transition. <laughs> oh, goodness. Like a Ferrari into a brick wall in fifth gear. <laughs> Previously on Goats and Dragons. Underneath the small village of Cliffmill, the family ventured further into the curving tunnels. The remains of whomever had trekked there previously had been littered about in piles of cleaned bones and gear. The two smiling Azamar followed the family, keeping their distance, and behind them was sneaking Burbage Kemp. They seemed at first passive and mysterious without being too much of a nuisance. They would only speak one word, sentences, seeming not to know much of the common language. And they would only merely point the way and say, family. The large door stood at the end of a long winding tunnel. It was locked with seven different mechanisms, each coded in a different language. It was luck or fate or something more sinister that brought all of them together to read the languages on the door and pick the locks in the correct order. Once the door was opened, and a gust of arctic air rushed out toward them, the Azamar rushed in. Upon seeing the flower, they turned on the family. Their true forms began to show as these people became two dragon turtles. Two dragon turtles, in fact, that the family had met 
in the waters off of Federo so long ago. With nowhere to run or hide, as the dragon turtles were far more powerful than the family, this left Vimeris with little choice. He ultimately sacrificed himself to destroy the plant and freeze the dragon turtles into a spire of ice that protruded far above this temple into the town square and was a hundred feet into the air. The growing of the spire detonated the mage's fire that had surrounded the well, killing most of the adventurers that had been lying in wait above. Barely the family survived, and it soon became clear that Vimeris was gone. Frozen in an ice tower, Vimeris's dark silhouette could be seen below the town's flag, a pale spider which waved slowly above him. Burbage stumbled toward the ice and placed his magic ring upon it, hoping to thaw it and bring back his friend. It did nothing but prevent him from feeling the brutal cold of the tower. This is not normal ice. It is magical. It does not melt. It does not chip. The only solace comes in an old mantra of Stormbringers. Maybe, just maybe, death isn't a thing. The night passes solemnly. The remaining members of the family, dazed, bruised, scarred, help the people of the town put out the fires, heal their friends, and bury the dead. Stormbringer digs some amazing holes and sorts through rubble. Charity creates a large funeral pyre for the dead adventurers, or at least that's how the townsfolk make sense of Charity's silver burning flames burning bodies at his will. Charity had also helped the townsfolk loot the bodies and gather valuables. Burbage had gathered a bunch of the scared children together uh, and is entertaining them by tumbling around, bouncing off the walls, pulling coins from their ears, distracting them from the reality around them as best he can. Gary has slipped through the rubble of the well and structures underneath the tower and curled up at the base of the ice. Immovable, he is now indistinguishable from a large mass of vines and a beautiful green bush. The children of the town have begun to use Gary as a type of shrine, tying blue ribbons to him and placing candles and drawings of Vimeris around him. Sometime just before sunrise, Charity disappeared for a couple hours. And he returned into the square, fixing his robe and pulling it back onto himself. Already with the morning, travelers have begun to arrive to gawk at the ice. Missy, incredibly stern, ushers you all into her tavern. No one else is in here. 
She closes the door behind you and forces you to sit by the hearth. Soon she brings food, plates of sausages, potatoes, sliced and fried, apples prepared in assorted dishes. She sets down large amounts of drink, whiskeys and beers and milk. She then adjourns to the kitchen and leaves you alone. What is it that all of you would like to do? Hey, guys. Yes, Burbage? The mare is. More like the mare was. That's, that's not very funny. Tell me about it. I'm going to pat Burbage on the head. It was a good pun, though. Somehow I feel the mares would have laughed at that. No, I think he would have hated it. He hated most things. You should get drunk to celebrate his life. It's probably not what he would have wanted because he didn't really want us doing things like whoopsie berries and stuff, but we should. There has to be a way. To get drunk? Charity is too tired to even wince at this. No, to... gave you all the necklaces means I can revive you it's the ice just I could I could chop the ice down I know that it's like magic ice and it doesn't seem to work but maybe I just need to chop really hard I don't think that's going to work I don't think anything's going to work I think Anything that we could possibly try, any magic, any spell, any special objects we've got up our sleeves, would fail us. The only thing that we can count on is alcohol. Missy! Missy! She brought us a lot of alcohol. Oh, she did? Yeah, there's yeah. There's, there's like the tables like <laughs> so half full of it. Yeah. Murbridge, what do you need? Go away! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna Sorry, sort of yeah, okay. look look up at at Missy. Has there been any progress on that item I'd requested? Hi, hi, almost done. Thank you. What I'll item did you request? Try to make sure that he doesn't drink all of this. Uh, it's there if you need it. Yeah, but he doesn't need all of it. Yeah, I'm gonna share it with Stormbringer. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's get let's get shit faced. Drinking contest. I mean, I'm like three, no, even more than three times your size. No drinking. And I'm pretty contest. sure. I'm pretty sure you're about like, seven times his size. Yeah. Um, but if that's what you want, Burbage, that's what Vimeris would have probably not wanted. But 
It's I'm, how do we celebrate Char- his life? Charity is just going to hold up his hand for a second, sort of palm out, so to sort of stop. I'm not going to stop you. I'm Good. just going to remind you that I don't have anything to fix alcohol poisoning. Um, we'll just induce vomiting if he gets alcohol poisoning, okay? Yeah, vomiting. Remember that? Remember that pun I made when Vimeris vomited on 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 Lomina's ship? Remember how he was named Vomit Mask? Because that was the most memorable thing he did. So now he's Ice Spire, I guess. Which is yeah, not his mask smelled so bad for for days. Now he's Vimeris sickle. Jesus. <laughs> I would have gone with Vermeer yeah. Ice. Vermeer Ice. Vermeer Sickle. Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty good. I'd give that a solid 6.8. You're going to see Charity, like, reach out and unusually for him just immediately grab the bottle of whiskey yeah. and take a long pull from the bottle. He would have hated the pun, too. Also probably would have been shit-faced faster than the rest of us. I'm taking a swig of that whiskey too. All right, uh, you're starting to hear kind of merriment uh, again outside, and there's there's definitely a lot more people um, kind of coming into town. You can tell, um, probably just to see what the hell has happened recently here. Um, but you're you're sort of putting aside that you don't really want to join in the merriment on celebration of the town just yet. Um, but there is a quite a large knock at the door to the tavern of... I don't think you usually knock on tavern doors, do you? Well, it, well, That's it weird. She did. She, she, she locked it. Oh, lock yeah. uh, okay. Missy! Missy! <laughs> what garbage? I'm mourning. <laughs> Get the door. <laughs> uh, as Missy starts moving toward the door, uh, the door itself flies open, uh, bangs off the other edge of the the wall, and in strides a very familiar-looking tiefling. Hey, as, what the fuck is going on out there? As the door. As the door kicked open, Charity yeah. spun and the f- both flame halos came on. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, I it's think you. I know you guys. Uh, we think we know you too, Hikari. Uh, apparently, Hikari has already been drinking as well. Are uh, you so drunk because you're mourning Vimeris, Hikari? Because that's why I'm trying to. What? What? what do you mean, who? There's some freaking ice tower out there, and I saw it pop up out of nowhere. At, Why yeah. is everyone sad? At the word who, the flame halo's very noticeably intensified. Hikari, Hikari, it's okay. If I were you, I wouldn't remember him either. Vimaris was part of our group. Our, gr- our group. family. A family. It was part That's of what, our yeah. family. 
You remember the mysterious masked figure who was with us in the caravan and then fought the gnolls with us when you were there? Do you remember him? He had the shambling mound. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. And I come over to your table and I take a glass and I say, I don't know, I'm drunk, whatever. Let's all raise our glasses to that one member that sadly is no longer with us. What was his, his name again? Damaris. Fiercest cloud of snakes I ever seen. He was. Uh, yeah, I'll drink to that. And Stormbringer will take a huge drink out of her, whatever she's drinking, probably something hard. All right. And you drink. Well done. The edges of the table are now probably on fire. <laughs> I mean, Charity, he was a really fierce pack of snakes. Was, we should honor him by talking about how amazing he was. That's what you do when people die. Charity. You sit around and get really shit-faced and talk about how wonderful they were. Charity, remember when you wore Death Maris as an armor of snakes? a thing. And at this, Charity's probably going to stride out into the, uh, into the square. He took your, he took your, your line. Story, are you usually the one who says that? And I drink. Should I go after him? Who cares? We're all uh, ultimately alone. Yeah. Nakari, good to see you. What have you been up to? Uh, drinking and watching some freak of nature outside. So you saw the ice spire. How far away were you when you saw the ice spire? It's pretty big, don't you think? Um, we were there for that. It killed our, our friend. Mm. It was about, I don't know, it was like 20 miles away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It was, it was I'm just going to go after him, you guys. I call to you guys while I'm going after charity. Bye! <laughs> See you right. later, Stormbringer. As Hikari and Burbage uh, drink themselves silly, uh, Cherny and Stormbringer, you kind of go out into the middle of the town square, and um, there are now... Um, kind of a bunch of people starting to gather that you you now recognize aren't members of the town anymore after spending the night with them, making sure buildings have been able to stay up and everyone is healed. Um, this this ice fire is definitely gathering a, a group. I mean, as Stormbringer sort of comes out to the square to find Charity, she'll find him sort of kneeling by... Uh, or crouching by Gary, who I know is basically a shrub at this point, but sort of petting the shrub yeah. and feeding it pieces of jerky. Yeah, you just... It's trying not to move a lot, but you do see it go... I miss him. I miss him too, buddy. Do you, do you want to drink charity? I don't, I don't know how to make the pain go away, but if we get really drunk, maybe that will get rid of it. No. We find a solution. We find a solution. I told you I'd try to chop it with my axe, and you said that wouldn't work. And if... 
Maybe sometimes the pain doesn't go away. Maybe if we can't fix it. And you're going to see Charity sort of running his fingers over the edge of Vermaris's mask. Maybe if we can't fix it, can't make the pain go away. Maybe we just make sure that everyone responsible hurts just as much. I mean, I'm totally down for that, but we don't even really know who's responsible. How many bones are in a spider monkey's body again? I have no idea. Uh, five? (laughs) (laughs) Charity's actually, like, has pulled out a small, like, medical reference book and is flipping through it. (laughs) Sort of looking. Well, it doesn't matter. There should be at least double digits that are breakable. Wait, so not five? Given that they have hands, I'm going to go with more than five. Wait, how many bones are in my hand? Uh, Charity's going to look at your, I'm assuming, sort of very rough, gnarled hands. Yeah. Yes, Pro- meaty well, no, 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 I just also meant like nicked and damaged and, oh, you know, like yes. she's played a lot of Kundu. She's punched a lot of things. Oh, sure. Well, given the level of medical care you received before me, probably more than you were born with. Oh, awesome. They're not I really supposed to. had a lot more bones than he was born with because he was pretty awesome. It's very hard to argue with you about these things when I'm angry and sad and tired. Do you want a drink? (sighs) Yes and no and a lot and never again. Do you want a whoopsie berry? I think Bourbon probably still has some. No, no, no. We're, we're going with the Maris's advice on that one, thanks. Okay. Stormbringer, you see, um, you see a halfling woman now pointing at both you and Charity. Um, she's talking to uh, several um, tall, robed figures. Uh, and, and they look over then as well and are now coming your way. Yeah, those people are coming to talk to us, I guess, Charity. I'm going to sort of roll my gaze over towards them. Do, do they, are they halflings or are they tall folk? No, they tall folk, yeah. They look to be elves. Uh, they take off their hoods and um, one of them, like, sort of slings a large book um, from his, his backpack and is beginning to write in it. Uh, and the other one rushes up to you. Um, and says, are you, uh, do, do you know what happened here? Do you two, are you responsible for this? Um, who is asking? Uh, I, I'm so sorry. My name is, uh, uh, I'm sorry. My name is, uh, Rimey. Uh, It took, took you a while to get that out. Sorry. Uh, my name is Raimi and I'm, I'm from Lampisk. Lampisk? Lampisk. Lampisk. Yeah. Lamp- Lampisk. There's a K. There's a K on the end. 
Uh, it's a small wizarding Lampisk. community. Lampisk. <laughs> What's so funny? I totally didn't just look at a lamp to make that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you looked at the lamp to make that up, I'm more worried about what you looked at for the second half of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a small wizarding community to the north, and um, like several of us, probably we, we were traveling here because we heard of a, a, just a, a large gathering of adventurers in a in a very small town. Um, but when we got close, we saw this emerge. Could, could, could you answer a few questions for us? Yes. Uh, what, what caused this? Someone saving the lives of their family. I, I don't understand. How would that cause a gigantic ice spire in the middle of a <laughs> halfling town? You are not required to understand. I see. This was someone close to you, I assume. It would be disquieting if a wizard was not able to discern that much. Ah, well, I... I am... merely a journeyman wizard. <laughs> Well, and I mean, wizards are in based charity. They're not so great with the wisdom, so it wouldn't actually be surprising. <laughs> not what are you, Burbage now? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Stormbringer. <laughs> to be fair, it makes much more sense with you breaking a fourth wall. Because <laughs> she's strong? Yes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. She breaks down walls. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Um, uh, me and my associate will probably be staying in town, uh, a little bit, trying to ascertain a bit more knowledge of this. Uh, if you do feel like talking, please look us up. Where will you be staying? Uh, what, that nice halfling lady over there allowed us to stay in her home. Uh, it's it's on the north end of town. Okay. Like, I was like, does he mean Missy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Charity's gonna sort of pause. I'm sorry, this has been a trying last Oh, God, it's only been like 12 hours. Um, ah, I see. Uh, yes, I I am also interested in the properties of this ice so I, I would be quite interested in speaking with you more about it hmm. yes, well um, perhaps we'll, we'll give you some space um, sorry for your loss thank you and they'll back up As a note, Charity's fire halos are just sort of appearing sort of sporadically, but only in sort of fits and starts. And now you see uh, Riani, uh, the young halfling lad you'd met the other day, running uh, now down the street toward you, um, moving past kind of other adventurers and, 
and people that have now wandered into town much taller than him. Uh, and he rushes up to you, Stormbringer, uh, and he says, Ah, uh, don't mean to alarm anyone, but uh, one of the dead bodies uh, is is moving around. The one in the fire? Ah, uh, no, 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 I'm so, I'm so sorry. No, no, not anything like that. Oh. Uh, one of them we, that was took, taken out of town to be buried. Uh, it's moving around. Oh. Uh, uh, th- thought you'd like to know. I'm, yeah. I'm going, you're going to see at this point. Was it one of the adventurers? Uh, I, 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 yeah. This, the flame halos are now just firmly on, and actually there's a little bit of flickering at Charity's broken horn. Ash can't move. Where is it? Just, uh, coming into town from, uh, from the west. Uh, should I grab Burbage? Mm, I suspect he's drunk enough that he's more of a hazard with the crossbows than a help. Uh, okay. If you shout loudly enough, I'm sure he'll hear. Burbage! Oh. Stormbringer's gonna shout at the top of her lungs before following Charity. Uh, Charity, as, as you get to this point, down at the end of the street, uh, just sort of on the outskirts of town, there's been a, a large crowd that has now moved aside as this kind of thing, its arm sort of hanging to its side, uh, is kind of slowly shambling uh, toward town. And Stormbringer, did you yell for people? Yeah, yeah, I yelled okay. Burbage really loudly. Like, All right, Burbage, super loudly. Uh, Burbage and Hakari... Uh, you hear Stormbringer yell very loudly for you. What would you like to do? How about we go outside and see what they want? We could do that, and we could keep drinking. (laughs) We can keep drinking, and maybe this time a tower of fire will appear. From us drinking? No, just Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna call to the thing if it's if that's resolved. <laughs> I'm just gonna move in front of Charity so that I'm in between the thing and Charity. I'm going to sort of call to it. I am Charity of the family. What business have you here, dead thing? I have my own business with you. That's really not very explanatory. Which is... I... I think you should die. You killed my friends. Burned them to ash. I'd like to see you in a similar fashion. Join the fucking club. And Hikari and Burbage, are you leaving I, the tap? I'm outside. All right, Hikari is out the door. So this thing has said it wants to kill me. Yes. It's like, why do you want to kill me? You've killed my friends, and I was meant to protect them. 
I sort of look at it. I'm not going to say that I don't know your pain, but your friends killed themselves. Mm, so be it. They were stupid. It is still my... My very soul is bent on it. By whom? And at this you start to see kind of white angelic sort of wings transparently manifesting from behind it. From someone I think you know very well. God damn it. I bet a bitch. <laughs> oh, that was pretty decent one. Um, how far is it from us? I can measure. Sorry. No, you can. Um, and Burbage, are you drinking? Or are you? I'm stumbling out. Okay. I'm drinking. I have a, an ale with me, but if Kari left, then I'll probably get lonely and stumble <laughs> eventually. I'm lonely now. All right. Uh, does it, so? It seems like it's coming in to try to kill us. Uh, it does now draw a, a large black sword. You're gonna. I'm moving a little away from Charity so that he's back, so that there's more space and maneuverability. So you're gonna see Charity sort of crick his neck. Um. And. Uh, I'm gonna cast this. Telekinesis. Um, I now need it to make a strength check, not a strength saving throw. And that is a contested against my, uh, straight, uh, casting stat. So I got a 12. He's a little tougher than that. He rolled a 14. Okay. You're going to see Charity sort of blink. <sighs> Still getting the hang of it, I suppose. And at this, he will now rush with much greater speed than he's led on towards Stormbringer and slash at her with a long sword. Does a 19 hit you? Yes. All right, that'll be nine slashing damage, as well as 14 necrotic damage. Galway, do we still have the temp hit points that you'd been giving us? Yep, I had enough spells. not temp, the, the boost. I had, I had enough do? spell slots for it. Okay. Uh, and his second hit... Oh, God. Um, gained him an inspiration die <laughs> with a total of... 17 slashing and 43 necrotic. Okay. And why don't we go all go plus ahead and 17 plus 43. 60. Uh, once okay. again, I have plus two in advantage. I just can't make it actually roll with advantage. Okay. So. Uh, so it'll be a 12 for me. It's also a 12 for me. All 
right. So that is going to be Hakari going first. Hakari, you've just come upon the scene as you see this nasty thing take a swipe uh, at Stormbringer, this black energy arcing out from his sword uh, and, and slashing into her. Okay. What is it you would like to do? So... And a black horse is going to come running, and I'm going to, as it runs by, just jump on top of him. All and right. start riding at the bad undead guy. Okay. Uh, summoning your horse is going to be in action. Okay. Uh, and you are now on your horse. Uh, charging through the town. Yeah. You ride next to a charity. I'm underneath the horse. I'll get you up. There we go. Yay. You're not always the best rider. It's okay, though. The horse is used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Oop, there goes charity, too. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want th- I don't want this. There, I moved me. I'm just going to move back Thank here you. for a second. Okay. Right. There we go. I was in the intersection. All right, Akari, you still have a bonus action if you'd like to use it. My... Yeah, take out your... My fiend blade your from... fiend blade. From behind, like, yeah. From behind my back. Look up at the sky, cut my arm with it, and say, Mother, may you accept this blood. Oh. <laughs> That's terrifying. All right. And Stormbringer. Right, so rage on. Um, so I'm raging. Okay. So uh, let's have him first just make a DC, whatever it is, 14 dex. It probably went up. Your proficiency bonus went up. Oh. Oh, um, let's go with DC 15 dex save. Um, I don't have that book. Hold, I'll look that up and double check, but it probably is DC 15. All right. He rolled a, a 16. Okay. So he'll take two points of lightning damage. All right. And then I'm going to hit at him with my durable battle axe. And does a 15 hit? It does not, I'm afraid. So, uh, second attack. it away with a black shield. Second attack. Well, I suppose a 14 doesn't hit either, then. He's one of those rare creatures yeah. where you're going for the low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of shout at him, Hold still and let me hit you! Don't block! You got to hit me! And I'm obviously really pissed off. All right. Charity. Uh, he needs to make a strength check, not saving throw. I'm going to use my action from okay. uh, telekinesis to attempt to grab him. Alright. I'm using that inspiration. Okay. 22. Oh, yeah, he rolled a 15. So Stormbringer, you're going to see, like, as you said, you know, don't move so I can hit you. I sort of picture him, you know, shrugging his shield and armor Mm -hmm. and then suddenly stopping completely. Stop him, you say? 
I can help with that. Um, with my bonus action, uh, my uh, spiritual weapon is going to appear behind him. All right. He is now restrained. He has disadvantage on all attack rolls. Um, okay. And all attacks made against him have advantage. He does not save on his turn. All right. On my and he is restrained until the end of my turn. I may use my action to repeat that exact same check. Beautiful. Does a twenty-five hit him? It does. I cast that at level two, by the way. Sorry, I always forget to say that. Um, it's because it doesn't only pops up with the damage. Uh, so I don't think of it when I'm doing it by default. Um, so 12 force damage. All right. As yeah, you hear me. As this completely rigid now figure is just going to be smashed over the head by the glowing incarnation of the family's weapon. And that'll do it for me. Let me just right. double check to make sure I'm reading this correctly. Da, 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 da. Until the end of my next turn, the creature is restrained in my telekinetic grip. Uh, on subsequent rounds, I can use my action to attempt to maintain the grip by repeating the contest. So there's no mention of a save. Cool. Yeah. All right. He uh, is going to uh, try to move his feet and he just can't. He's grounded. Um but he's going to slash at you, Stormbringer. Um, oh. Disadvantaged. Yup. And because of that. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. That kind of balances against the crit hit from before. Yeah. Okay. So he did uh, half of that. So, so he did. This is immune. He is. Okay. So he did seven damage to himself. Uh, and then the other one was a 13, and that does not hit you, Stormbringer. Nope. Uh, he's getting visibly more frustrated. Uh, and now that he sort of sees through all of you to Burbage in the background, he starts kind of laughing. <laughs> we all feel like that sometimes. Uh, where did everybody go? What is, what is happening? Who are we fighting? An undead something coming to kill us. Or me specifically. But I think also you, because Behabitch sent him. Ah, uh, Behabitch. Alright, okay. Alright, okay. right. I'll move up here. Um, Andy. Yes. This is a squat village. It is. How squat is it? <laughs> <laughs> How squat uh, is it? The roofs are only like uh, seven foot tall. And is there anything around me that renders the buildings near me climbable? Sure, absolutely. So in this, in this, uh, like little, yeah, um, area, there's definitely some barrels uh, that basically step right up to the roof of of this building here. I will use my second story work to climb it costs me no extra movement beautiful I will take the rest of my movement over here to the edge of this here okay and uh, I will attack this undead 
creature with both of my crossbows. You have advantage to hit. I have advantage because of something you cast, right? Yep. Yep. He is a stationary target. And I'm using my walloping bolts for both. Let's see how I do. Let's see indeed. Uh, The 24 hits, the 14 does not. Okay. But you do get sneak attack. That's five damage with the crossbow. 18 damage with a sneak attack. And Jesus, 27. A d20 for the walloping. Does not hit with an eight. Does not hit. Wallop him. All right. Do you want to move anymore? No, I'm just going to sway back and forth a little bit where I am. All right. (laughs) I'm the second story. Burbage is is supremely bored. I I will say that. All right, Hikari, your turn. Um, Well, I have my sword out. Mm -hmm. So I am going to... How tall is this guy? He's a good six and a half foot tall. He's a little shorter than Stormbringer. So how tall would I be riding on the horse? You're about uh, eight, nine foot tall. No, that can't be right. Yeah, ten foot almost. Yeah. It's your waist plus a horse at the withers, basically. I guess, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I'm just going to, like, stand up on the horse. Okay. Try to plunge it straight into his face. You're going to, like, dive off of the horse onto the cake. Because it makes life interesting. You have advantage on the attack. I know. Because it ain't moving. You might as well go balls to the wall. You might here. as well. Yeah, okay. really. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you the... summoned your horse just to jump off of. Yep. It. <laughs> I was... Your horse named Springboard. Oh my god. So you can well, just. What I was gonna you. do is do a somersault. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bird. And do, but that they're right. Okay, so I'm just gonna jump off the horse. I don't wanna. Yeah. I don't wanna. Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack. So I just do this and this. Right? Mm-hmm. And oof, I'm afraid of 12 misses, though. That was your main attack. You do have a bonus <gasps> section. I thought I had advantage. You did, but you rolled an 11 and a 12. I'm 11 and a 12? Well, it was cool. It was very cool. You have a bonus section. Oh, you're right. Sorry. You could bite if you want. Yeah, I'm going to bite him as I go by. All right. Oof, oh, dear. Eight and the nine missed. Oh, you're just gnawing on his armor. You can't <laughs> <go> <laughs> <through> <laughs> it. I feel like I feel like charity as he looks at this paralyzed thing, watching this jump and this dive. Like, are you chewing on him? <laughs> He's got armor and is undead. Stormbringer. Well, I look like a big asshole now. Um. So battle axe. Attack one. All right. This is still with advantage, right? Yep. Oh yeah. There's a reason I love telekinesis. It's nasty. 
All right. Does the 22 hit? It does. And that will be nine points of damage because my rage damage went up. Beautiful. Um, attack two. Twenty-six hits. Yeah, thirteen points of damage. And then he needs to actually make a DC seventeen deck save. I have for, I had been forgetting Ooh. to um, change it when my constitution had gone up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So DC seventeen deck save. He rolled twenty-three. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he wait. Is it a deck uh, save? No, no. He he has uh, disadvantage. He has a save right. He has disadvantage on deck saves. Okay. He doesn't automatically fail it. He just okay. has disadvantage for restrained. It's a twelve then. Okay, so he'll take five points of lightning damage. All right. Yeah. So different caster PSA than normal this week because uh, my concentration is currently occupied with telekinesis. But uh, if you can apply the restrained condition to enemies, kids, it's real good. And I'm going to shout at him, thank you for holding still! <laughs> Sabre down, buddy! Charity, your turn. Um, for my bonus action, because it doesn't specify the order that I have to do this in, uh, I'm going to make a uh, attack with the... Oh god, there's too many things in here. Spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, 22. Ooh, 22 hits. For 11 force damage. Does this seem to be hurting okay. him? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, all the attacks have seemed to be hurting him so far, except for when he accidentally hit himself. He didn't seem to take the necrotic element of yes. it. But, like, his sword seemed to hurt him. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, he needs to make a strength check. All right. Contested. Oh, I do not have advantage on that, so it'll be the 11. He rolled a 13. Okay, so he is yeah. now loose. All right. Breaks fear of you. Telekinesis, hold on him. Anything else, Charity? Uh, no. All right. Uh, he's he's now mildly annoyed by Hikari, but he's not too worried about her, so he's going to keep focusing on Stormbringer. Uh, he's going to go ahead and attack you a couple times, Stormbringer. Uh, a thirty hits you, I believe. Yes. <laughs> For. Nine slashing and twenty-one necrotic. Um, but he did roll a crit miss as well. Okay. He's demoralized himself. If anyone saw him do that. <laughs> Does that count to his own? Or is it just to the allies? No, it's the allies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he slashes at you, uh, and he goes for another swing at you, but um but he, he accidentally sort of hits the wall next to you uh, and has to pull his sword out of the wood. Uh, and at this now, he looks up at Burbage Kemp and he he's, he's cackling again and 
says, Burbage, did you try to talk him out of it? Did you try to talk him out of it? And that's it, Burbage. Uh, am I supposed to know what the fuck he's talking about? <laughs> I sure don't. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I assume it's a reference to when I was in Behelet's realm. Something that they said to me there. Did I try to talk Femeris out of something? I don't know. Uh, uh, Burbage is going to ignore that, and uh, I'm going to try to hit him with another dual-wielding crossbow attack. All right, give us no, uh, no advantage, right? No advantage, this no time. advantage this time. I'm working on He's it. He's limber. He's moving. An 18 and a an 11. All right, uh, neither of those hit, I'm afraid. Uh, the 18 just bounces off his shield and the 11 misses completely. Um, as he do, he is a lot quicker than he looks. That's frustrating, but again, Indeed. more frustrating for me than it is for Burbage. <laughs> Burbage is on cruise control. Hakari, what All would you right. like to do? Let's see here. Okay, so I'm off the horse. Indeed. Next Am time. I prone? No, just gnawing on him. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Are my hands pretty close to him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're within five feet of him. But like I could very easily be like You could very easily be like smack that. him in the head? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Like like burning hands him in the face. You could burning hands, but remember the range on that will incorporate Stormbringer and probably Burbage. And a chunk of the horse. No. And and the horse. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't realize that it would How Yeah, it's that, that gonna... cone one. No, that's Scorching Ray is the one that hits just that person. Okay, maybe that then. Is that Sorry. what you're doing? Uh, though you're within five feet of him, so I think Scorching Ray will have disadvantage. It would have disadvantage. Yes, you're right. Um, uh, again. Fiend Blade, okay. Smash him. 21 hits. Uh, I don't think she has advantage anymore. Sorry. Oh, you're right. Oh, no. So the uh, 16 misses. Why didn't that come off? Okay. Sorry, I was gonna check for it, but I didn't. Could try to bite him again. Yep, you could bite him. This is not going well. <laughs> when Hikari does hit, she's nasty. Yeah, remember the time I got that guy in the junk with the twin natural? I remember. Yeah. Twenty-one does hit, though. You finally. Oh, did I do it twice? You did, but the first one will work. Okay. You finally, uh, <laughs> you finally bite into him. I'm sure that's a taste sensation. Yeah, he yeah. tastes rancid. And the damage for that. Yeah. Five 
bite and four poison, all right? Uh, Stormbringer, your turn. So... All right. A 19 misses, I'm afraid. Wow, okay. Gosh. Yeah, this guy's nasty. Um, a second attack. Oof, the 18 then misses as well. As both of your swings, he bashes away with his shield. And, and uh, DC now. 17 dex he rolled a 15. <laughs> so he'll take one point of damage. Good roll. Alright. Hey, I know you're holding still mostly now, but I don't appreciate you not taking damage, so can you take some of your armor off? Please. <laughs> no. I let you hit me. <laughs> you didn't let me hit shit. I, I let you. you. I was being sure, nice. Uh, he needs to make a strength check. Yeah, I need to unclick advantage. Ah, but doesn't matter. I rolled a 24 with that. All right. He had a 20. So, yeah, you. So once again, you see him sort of freeze. Yeah. I've really had it with people hurting my family. So I just want you to know I want this to hurt. Um, and I'm going to take him and as part of the action of controlling him. Yeah. Uh, this probably, let's see, how far is he to the wall? We're going to say that's three feet. Yeah. Uh, so his face is just going to ram against the wall ten times. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Then he's going to be turned and faced so that his face is looking at the um, the spiritual weapon. <laughs> All right. Ooh, what the hell? Oh, that's a nat <laughs> a <lot> 20. <laughs> the second one was a nat 20? Oh, no, okay. I didn't. Oh, it rolled twice yeah. for some reason. I clicked that once. Sorry. Oh, I, no. no, you're good. You're good. Wait. We'll have to go with the nat yeah, so it, a nat 20 in a four. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was a weird roll. Okay, so sorry. That was a 14. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> 14, I'm afraid, clanks into his armor, but can't penetrate it. I'm just going to use like the last little bit of the movement I have remaining to just sort of turn him upside down. Right. Um... And that'll be my turn. God, I love telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so he he slams his sword into the ground right in front of him. Uh, and a black, uh, fiery orb begins to sort of form in front of him as he begins to chant. The orb then itself uh, fires from him and lands right in between the horse, Stormbringer, and Charity. And I need each of you to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, all of you. All four of you. This isn't an effect I could see coming, right? Yes. Dexterity? Yeah. 
What kind of effect is it? A nasty one? <laughs> Advantage didn't help me much there. I got a 10. Is it an area effect? It is. So I can evade it, maybe. So I, but yeah, depending on my saving throw, I guess. Oh, damn, Hakari! I'm gonna, um... You rolled a nat 20. What's up, bitches? I'm gonna use my inspiration Okay. on this. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna use my inspiration, too, to reroll. My HP's right. a little low to take whatever Holy this is. Holy shit. Um, I rolled a seven. Sorry, I still had the... I, I forget that the advantage is universal. It's not just attacks. Um, but I am going to use favored by the gods um, to roll 2d4 to add to that. So I got a 16. Okay. A 10. 10. All right, everyone. Um, Hakari, you yes. move. As you see this orb shoot out um, and just then explode in this black flame. You barely are able to move between him and the flames. So they rush around you, and you're only going to take can half do like, of this like damage. A... You want to limbo yes, around limbo the... Yes, limbo underneath it. Limbo underneath the flames yes. as they shoot over you? Okay. Yes. Very nice. Uh, so you're only going to take half of this damage. So everyone, please take this much fire damage. Okay, I'll have that. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have so Hakari, you're gonna have half of that. So you're only gonna take eight fire damage. Thank you. Too many numbers. Charity will take sixteen, and then everyone else take thirty-two. I think uh, I, I have it as well. I have fire resistance. And oh, wait, Burbage I is evasive. Evasion. <laughs> Uh, and then, um, please take this much necrotic damage. Uh, I'm unconscious. Just as an FYI, Stormbringer's laying on the ground. I take 16. Okay. <laughs> I heard Darcy whisper. Um, I take 16. <laughs> do we have this also, or take the full amount? Uh, this is necrotic damage? You can, Burbage, you can still take half. I think Charity's going to take all of this. I take the... And I take all of it. Yeah. Stormbringer, did you say you're unconscious? Yep. I'm laying on the ground, bleeding. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember... Concentration saving... I need to make a concentration saving throw. Cool. I'm just trying to remember the DC for it. Is it half the damage that I took? Yes. Or... Or 10, whichever is greater. Yeah, yeah. Uh... So, 17. Well, plus the fire damage. Oh, plus, so... It's like a 23 or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a 23. I was gonna say, not technically impossible. I was at a plus... I was at a plus 5. <laughs> uh, so that's... Yeah, so that'll... And telekinesis. Concentration. Yeah. Uh, this thing then grabs its sword, picks it up out of the dirt again... Uh, and just kind of roars. I am Behelet's vengeance. Burbage camp. Oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, but uh, your horse is dead. <laughs> no shit, Andy. Like a yeah, lot. Yeah, sure. You're so sorry. Oh my. <laughs> 
You don't just delight in killing Matt. <laughs> Every, Every time. I even picked out a name for him this time. I know, I felt bad about it. But... <laughs> oh. Never name them. He'll just yeah, kill them anyway. That's <laughs> your first mistake. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.